Barney's idea. Alan said, It was Barney's idea to invite everyone. The deluxe princess birthday package from celebration time was yours. She took another stride forward to the top step, but still didn't descend. Her hands rested on her hips. You can't fix everything, Tom. He doffed his hat and rubbed the sweat from his brow. Rick or Nick was right. It was going to be a hot one. Maybe hot enough to keep everyone away. Tom checked his watch again. I just want today to be perfect. I know. Ellen's hands went from her hips to behind her back in a posture Tom saw as one of trust. I want today to be perfect, too. Maybe too much. I'm sorry, Tom. Sometimes it's just hard. Truce. A rumble came from the east side of the street below. They both looked, but the source of the sound was hidden by the magnolias bordering both sides of the lane. An engine popped and sputtered, sending a cloud of blue smoke above the trees that was caught and then swirled in the hot breeze. Finally, Barry Moore's old green pickup appeared. It weaved from one side of the lane and eased back into the middle. Ellen smiled. Told you. Take the world off your shoulders, Dr. Norcross. Everything will be fine. I'll let you know in a couple of hours. They shared a smile. Tom could not speak for his wife. Reading her gestures was one thing. Reading her heart was sadly another. But to him it felt warmer than even the summer sun on his back. I'll go get Leah, he said. Tom waved to Barney and followed the men with the tables and chairs around the house where the backyard's three acres affirmed that Ellen's remark about the amusement park wasn't far off the mark. The moon bounce was finished. Per Tom's directions, it had been placed far enough from the tables and chairs that the children's play wouldn't disrupt adult conversation. The yellow and blue castle jiggled in the June breeze, its puffy bottom inviting a multitude of tiny bare feet. The air smelled of popcorn and flowers. Banjos and fiddles resonated through two towering speakers between the moon bounce and the tables. The DJ had been part of the deluxe prince's birthday package as well, but it was Barney who had chosen the music. Not exactly Tom's style, even if he couldn't help but drum his fingers against his jeans. Tied everywhere possible were hundreds of balloons, red ones and orange ones and green and blue and yellow, yellow especially, Leah's favorite color. A banner hung between the two large maples by the house. The pink and purple letters spelled out, Happy Ninth Birthday, Leah. The celebration time men placed their tables next to ones already decorated with mounds of silverware and glasses. Tom caught himself thinking there weren't enough people in the whole town to fill all those places. He took the four steps from the stone path onto the back porch, where the birthday girl sat atop a faded and chipped picnic table that had come with the house. Leah peered out towards the far edge of the yard where the white fence abutted a small hill. Her yellow dress was tucked around her scrawny legs like a cocoon. Small patches of sunburn on her face and neck mingled with chalk-white skin. Not-quite-folded hands rested in her lap. Her left thumbnail rubbed her right in short, panicked strokes that matched her breathing. Hey, Pops, she said. Hey, Leah Boo. Tom sat beside her on the picnic table and smoothed out a wrinkle in the hem of her dress. He knew the stutter would be there. That birthday wish had sadly gone unfulfilled for the last four years. But he had hoped it would at least remain at the usual degree. Instead, what was usually manageable had grown worse. It was the stress, of course. Too many things, too many people. What you doing? he asked. Just watching, she whispered. Her eyes remained on the hill where two shaggy pines grew at awkward angles in a skewed fairy tale simplicity. 
The hill had been Leah's favorite place since the move. Tommy considered trying his hand at building a playhouse up there for her, though he thought Barney might be better suited for it. There's lots of stuff here, Pops. Tom placed a hand on Leah's knee. Her thumbnails stopped rubbing as one hand went over his. Her gaze never wavered. Tom turned her thumb over and winced. The sight gave him shivers despite the heat and broke his heart despite the happy surroundings. I know you asked me not to do all this, he said. Couldn't help it, I guess. This is your day and I love you. You love me too much to do what I ask, Leah said. Then she pursed her lips and shook her head. I mean that good, not bad. It's all so pretty. It'd make for a a good picture. A yellow balloon by the table slipped free of its moorings.